no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. To the Bears Centrals. On today's show, we break down the Bears' Week 7 victory against the New England Patriots and much, much more. And they dub Belichick, man. I told his ass, do not start that fucking Mac Jones. He put himself in a deficit with that shit. Talk to him, <laughs> Talk to him. Yes, he did, man. When he decided to go with Mac Jones of a zappy, it was troubling. And it definitely got the Bears all to a good start. So, Mac Jones, I wish it had been in the game a lot longer. But it is what it is. Because you know what? Zappy, he brought a little magic in there. He kind of had them little two touchdowns, and I was kind of like, oh, shit. But, you know, we had, <laughs> we had an answer for him, A-Dub. With the Bears defense, Allen Williams, they figured him out. I'm just glad that kid didn't start that fucking game. That's all I got to say. One thing about our Bears team, we had struggled early, Perez, and then we made adjustments in the second half. So you're right. I'm glad Zappy did not get that start, man, because you never know. That score could have looked a little differently early on. Yeah, but as I mentioned, though, our team, man, they weathered the storm on the road. They did what most people thought was impossible, except for Michael Naus. <laughs> this man right here, man, he had one of the most meatball messages that I've ever read before in my life. But the man was right. He was like, fellas, just, just humor me here for a second. He said, we've lost a lot of winnable games. He said, but what if we just went out there on national TV, on primetime TV, and win a ball game that we're not supposed to win. And I kind of laughed at the way, I was kind of like, not going to happen, <laughs> sir. Very meatballish of you to say that. Well, Prez was wrong. He was wrong. Yeah, but A-Dub, this man right here, great take, Michael. I can admit when I'm in the wrong. You got me, sir. You got me. Let's see what you got against the Cowboys since you're such a prognosticator around here, Michael. <laughs> I'll do one of his prediction on that one for sure. Right? You got to send us one, bro. Michael, we're going to have to do a contest with you through the rest of the season now because I, I, don't, I don't like the way you just made both of us, you know what I'm saying, you just made us both wrong on this one. So, Michael, we're going to do a contest through the rest of the season. We're going to do a pick-up challenge just with you. So it's going to be the three of us. And you know what? It's going to be a nice little prize there for the winner. You know what I'm saying? A little gentleman's bet between the three of us. So, Michael, you let us know if you're in, if you're up for the challenge, sir. Yes, sir. But as I mentioned, A-Dub, I mean, not only did we beat the Patriots, bro, but it was a dominating win. I'm talking about, man, <laughs> I was just sitting there, man. I was just enjoying every minute of that, man, because honestly, I was thinking it was going to be the other way around. I was thinking we were going to have another frustrating Monday night game. I thought the Tuesday work day was going to be awful. Brother, I was in such a damn good mood today, man. I was like, ain't nothing killing my vibe today. I don't care this raining all day in Chicago. I don't care the work is all crazy. I'm like, look, my Bears won. My boy Justin Fields out there lighting it up. I got no worries today. Now, maybe tomorrow they may be able to get to me, <laughs> up, but ain't nothing killing my joy today, baby. Hey, man, you was on cloud nine. Your joy is nice. Mine was nice for us. I even went back and watched the game again because I was feeling so good about it. I just saw so much good happen in that game, man, that it was all worth it. What did he just recently say, Dub? And you talked about it on our most recent show. He expressed frustration with the Bears almost being there. He was so tired of everybody talking about, we're just there. We're close. Well, I'll tell you one thing, brother. 
It wasn't almost there on Monday night. That shit was clicking on all cylinders, baby. All cylinders, it was clicking. Offensively, defensively, man, we were looking like a well-done machine. Coaching-wise, I was so proud of Luke Getze. I was so proud of you, Luke Getze. My Luke God, he, he coached his ass off in A-plus effort, gentlemen, A-plus effort. You hit it all in the head, man, with how this team played. And I got some Luke coaching for being prepared, man. Very well prepared for this game against Belichick. This don't happen often, Press. I can't remember the last time I saw a Belichick team lose by 19 or get the brakes beat off them like this here and lose at all faces of the game like that. I mean, this is a big win for this coaching staff. Not only yet, A-Duck, which is a good point and a fair point, but we held them with no points in the second half of the game. Now, I don't know when the last time the Belichick team have been shut out in the second half of a football game. And listen, our Bears defense, they forced four turnovers for the night. That has to be talked about. It was a total team domination out there, man. And I'm telling you, this was easily the most fun I've had watching the Bears game in a really long fucking time. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was great. Start to finish. Even with Zappy coming in and doing his little thing. Because it brought a little intrigue. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was okay. All right, cool, Zappy. We see you. We see you. Because <laughs> it was 20 to 14 and a half. And I was kind of like, all right, Zappy, you know, you coming in here trying to do a little something, something. But that second half, to your point, they do. They went in that locker room, made them adjustments. And they was like, Mr. Zappy, you're still a rookie after all. Right. So. <laughs> exactly, friends. They did bring him back down to earth, man. But I was scared for a second. When they went up 14-10, I was like, that damn Zappy getting on my damn nerves, man. <laughs> they pulled some heat on him, man. They made it difficult for him in that second half. True that. Now, I will say this, though. Mac Jones, you know, I, I was getting after him a bit in the, in the, in the, in the preview pod. And, and he was out there just, you know, sticking up the place. Kicking my boy Jacaron Brisker in his damn nuts. I'm like, man, what is wrong with this cat, man? That was totally intentional. They called nothing on that. They, nope. The NFL better find him. That was uncalled for, bro. Uncalled for. Man, it looked like one of those Brady kicks, man. I ain't gonna lie, though, but you know, you know how it is. <laughs> but the leg looked, looked, looked high. It looked like Mac Jones was intentionally with his leg because he had to go that high, out, bro. You saw Brisker jumping. It's like, come on, man. You really make an intentional move. So you never know, Chris. They just might find him for that. They better. Because like I said, these damn these damn uh, quarterbacks, they get all the damn immunity out here. You can't touch them. But meanwhile, they oh. could do a little sucker shit like that. No, nah, I ain't like that. But that's okay. All right, here comes the boom moment, came when Jaquan Brisker picked off Mac Jones. He got a sweet revenge on that motherfucker. And that play right there led to Mac Jones taking a nice little seat there on the bench. We saw nice. We saw some nice little camera angles of him every two seconds with his helmet on, <laughs> looking like he wanted to get back in the game. <laughs> right. It was like sit your ass down, sit your ass down. <laughs> hey, Belichick was not playing with him. He had no tolerance for that interception. You got the goat, man. Pulled them really quickly. But I'll tell you, Prince, that was a damn good one hand grab by Brisker. I mean, he just jumped out of nowhere. I was like, dang, okay, snatched it down, man. I was like, this is a very good play by a rookie. But as you know, and I've been talking about it, this kid does not play like a rookie, man. So that was Hell a big no. move. He may be defensive uh, rookie of the year. I, and I'm not just saying that to just hype up the, what we said about him during the offseason. But this guy is making big-time plays on this defense, bro. And I'm telling you, man, look at how he just stood out on film. And this ain't the only game we've been saying this. Right. It's been consistently – I mean, it's been consistent that he's been playing like this. You know what I mean? And so, honestly, I know a lot of Bears fans has been polarizing on Bears Twitter when it comes to George Pickens there in the second round. And people are like, oh, we should have we should have drafted George Pickens. I agree. 
But I tell you one thing, when I see the way Brisker and Kyler Gordon are playing, I'm okay with them passing on George Pickens. I'm okay with it. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose my mind over it. But I can understand the people that feel like George Pickens will look great in the Bears offense. But you also have to understand that every offensive system isn't equal, right? Now, while I wanted George Pickens, who's to say George Pickens will be playing well in the Bears offense right now? You never fucking know. And salute the Pickens. He's doing well. Got no beef with that at all. But I'm telling you right now, I like our rookies, man. And the thing is, you know, in this game, man, you got to have people in that secondary, man. We already knew how bad our secondary was coming to the season. We needed last season, we needed some help. And these two guys, man, Brisker, Gordon, they are reinforcement, baby. I like these two players. True that, true that. And like I was saying earlier, A dub, the reason why this game was just so impactful for me is because normally on primetime TV, and we always talk about it, we embarrass ourselves. Yeah, this game brought back memories of Bears Packers on Thanksgiving night back in 2015 when we took care of business there. Bears Ram in 2018, Sunday night football. I was out there at Soldier Field for that game when our defense shut down Jared Goff in that high explosive offense. Well, at least at the time that they was trying to tell us that our right. Bears defense <laughs> shut that ass down. You know what I mean? Yep. Those are some of my most favorable primetime moments. And so my thing is now when you look at this game that we had on Monday night, you can add that game to that because we basically beat down arguably probably the best coach in NFL history. We were just talking about in the preview pod how he's going to probably in a couple seasons pass Don Shula as the winningest coach of all time. On Monday night, it didn't matter about your pedigree. It didn't matter about your legacy. You took an L, Bill. You took a motherfucking L, son. And to your point, Prince, it's not just about the L he took. It's actually how we took an L. <laughs> I mean, he just got beat down, man, that team. And the thing is, some people question that, hey, was that Belichick team prepared? I'm not going to say that. I was just going to give Luke Getze and Cole their props. They brought a good game plan together, man, and the players executed. Point Blake, this is what a team looks like when they've had a mini break, when they've self-scouted. Matty Buflew said, and I talked about it in the last show, how they were self-scouting, how they were sitting down with the different position groups, breaking down the players' performances, right? This right. is what that looks like. We've heard that, that bullshit in the past from the past regime, and then you get a game like this, and you're like, okay, you guys had 10 days to, to game plan, and you still play like shit. Well, guess what? This team here, not only did they look different, but you could just tell that there were some adjustments that were made, especially with that offensive game plan. The first drive they came out, it was a solid drive. We ended with three points. They got Justin on the move. Yep. It was all the things that we've talked about in this show of what they needed to do to unlock Justin. Those design quarterback runs, I thought that really set the stage for this game being different than some of the other games we've seen this season on offense, bro. And that's one of the things you and I talked about, Perez, in the pre-show, about getting Justin in the move, using his legs. I mean, he used his legs very well. And the thing is, the calls that Getsy made, right, of how, where, where he's going to go with the ball, where he's going to go with trying to get positive yards to run the ball. He put Justin in some very good positions for us to be effective. And I mean, but that's, that's, that's what, that's winning football. That's utilizing a guy to his best strengths. You know what I mean? And I, and I'm, you know what? I don't even want to miss out special teams of giving them their props because Kyra Santos hit all his kicks. Everything worked in this game against the damn Patriots. Every single thing, man. You know what I mean? And for Justin Fields, this had to feel good for him, bro, on a national stage, a national audience, to show the world what he's capable of doing as a quarterback. There's been so much talk out there about Justin not doing this and, and Justin's not ready and, oh, you know, he's 
remember what Ryan Fitzpatrick had to say about Justin Fields on that Thursday night game against the Commanders. Right. He had a lot of little slick talk. I wonder what Ryan Fitzpatrick thought after watching that Monday night game. I bet he fucking changed his goddamn tune. <laughs> I think that dude stayed away from all social media that day. You're right, man. Justin Fields have shut a lot of people up. And the way he's playing these last few weeks for his, it has been progress made. And now you're starting to see what this kid capable of doing when you definitely put him in the right position. So you got to salute Justin Fields. Keep doing what you're doing, bro. Keep getting better. I mean, the sky really is the limit. I like where we are right now. hope you can carry this over to the next following week against the Cowboys. Yeah, I, I hope so, too, because honestly, man, to me, Justin had the best game in his young NFL career. The best. I mean, and the thing about it is, it's so early in his career. But like I said, this is the best that I've seen him. And it wasn't yeah. even a flashy game in a passing game for him. But I think he just reminded everybody that he's a threat anytime the football's in his hands. And that's what we saw in this ball game. I mean, when he's using his legs and he was making plays out of nothing, that right there just gives you a formula for success that you can use with a guy like this especially when your offensive line has some bullshit still going on with it. Lucas Patrick went down early. Sam yep. Mustafer had to come back into the ball game. Like I said, low-hanging fruit. I'm not even going to waste any of my energy talking about a fucking Sam Mustafer. I'm not letting anything <laughs> ruin my vibes today, right? But my point is, we still got the musical chairs going on with the offensive line. You even saw there for a moment, Tevin Jenkins went down, but he came back in the ball game. And shout out to fucking Tevin Jenkins, bro. That man continues... Ooh to just maul people in the run game. That guy right there, the same guy that some experts was out here like, Tevin Jenkins, not going to make the opening day roster. Everybody with their bad takes, everybody want to fucking have a good take. So you go use the stuff that A-Dub and I are seeing on this show. At least say, at least you can credit it and say, you know what? The boys from DB had this to say. I actually agree with it. Don't just be out here taking some take that you have nothing to do with or you don't even know about. A-Dub and I covered the senior bowl. That's why we were so confident in speaking about Zappy. We saw him. Yep. You ain't seen him at the senior bowl, people. There's not his skill in our takes. Stop it. Be better. Do better. Anyhow. <laughs> Justin Fields, man, was our yep. leading rusher for the third straight game. The third straight game. And that's the thing. When we talk about our running game, people can't stop us because the damn quarterback is leading the team in rushing damn near. Then you got Khalil Herbert, who's out here fucking just blowing people up. And then David Montgomery, I mean, Mr. Reliable, you know what you're going to get from 32. But, I mean, that's a three-headed monster in the running game, man. And that's a threat right there, Perez. Three guys capable to do very well running the football. That could hurt a lot of teams. Matter of fact, it has hurt a lot of teams. Wait, wait, what you talking about, A-Dub? That's, that's low-hanging fruit. Of course it hurts teams. Of course it hurts teams. <laughs> Give me something better than that. Come on, A-Dub. I on. got you, man. Here's what I'm going with this, though. With these guys, man, when you see Herbert, the way he ran the football, how hard he was running for his, how physically he was running. Yes, sir. Make a lot of noise with that. Then Montgomery do the same thing, bro. Does a little bit different than you and I talk a lot about as well. Running hard. And then you got Justin Fields, just all this, the way he runs, how loose he is, how athletic he is, man. It just creates a different dynamic for anyone. And it's hard to defend all that press, even when you put Justin Fields in the passing game. That's why you and I said this is one of our keys. Because if you do it, you just never know when he's going to take off. If nothing there in the passing game, he can just take, take off, man, get about 5 to 10 yards. So that's right there going to hurt you. And what that does, as we've been saying, press, it wears defense down. I'm telling you, man, that Patriots team, defense start to wear down as you saw Justin Fields killing them. That, but also I saw a couple of them plays with Khalil Herbert was choosing not to run out of bounds and instead was choosing violence. Yep. You guys didn't want to come up, made no hit on him. 
Because I, how many times have I told you, A-Dub, when I watched him at Hallis Hall and the way he was running the football, I was like, man, I ain't tackling that motherfucker, man. That dude right there, he runs with bad intentions. And that's what we he saw does. in that football game. And, and the couple that with David Montgomery and his physical running style, yeah, man, please, boy. The, the, the Patriots, had they had nothing for that. And this is the thing. We talked about it in the preview pod. We said that Bill Belichick likes to take something away from you. Peyton Manning said it during the broadcast as well. He but did. guess what? They wanted to take that running game away from us, but they couldn't. They fucking they, couldn't. And you hit it on the head with Herbert, man. You see him stiff arming people prayers. Oh. Knocking Jones down. I say, oh, man, Jones, you picked the wrong guy to turn the tackle, man. This You're going to feel that later because he coming at you hard, man. But I'll tell you one thing, A-Dub. The biggest takeaway for me from this ball game, man, is that this is another reminder that a Matt Eberflus coach team is going to compete until the very fucking end of a ball game. Now, some people may look at the schedule and say, there might be many, there might not be many wins left on this schedule. But guess what? If anything that we see from this ball club, is any team that beats them is going to have to earn that fucking win. They're going to have to earn it. And that's huge right there, Perez. You got to earn it. The Bears have been in a lot of these games, Perez. A lot of them. You and I talked about that already. And you can see the competitiveness, no matter what. You can see the adjustments second half that we talked about. This team continued to fight, man, to the end. It's just good to see them put together complete games, first half and second half. If the Bears aren't doing that, Perez, they can win some more games for sure. So it's going to be tough going forward with this Bears team showing you signs of improvement. They really are. And Matt Eberflus, a rookie head coach in this league, outcoached Bill Belichick. And I know I said that I'm saying that with my entire chest. Y'all saw it too. He outcoached Bill Belichick. He did. And it probably even sounds weird that I'm even saying that shit, but that's what happened out there. You know, I talked earlier about an A-plus ever from the coaching staff. I meant that, man, because none of us saw this shit coming, bro. None of us saw a Bears team was going to put 33 points up on the Patriots. Nobody saw a Bears team that was going to shut them down in the second half of the game. Nobody. Most Bears fans are going into this ball game thinking it was going to be another loss, and this team shit, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, okay. We're going to show y'all. Y'all don't have no belief and no faith in us. We're going to show y'all. And it's okay because Bears fans, we saw what happened after that Commanders game. That was a game, to Michael's point, we should have won. We didn't. So, you know, you got to excuse the fan base because, you know, that was a really bad fucking loss. But the way that they came back, A-Dub, that's the thing about this team. They're resilient. You can tell that they fight, and they're well-coached. And I'm yeah. telling you, man, seeing Justin Fields – and the offensive system, the way Luke Getsy was deploying him, brother, we own to something, man. They just got to keep utilizing this kid, keep giving the ball in his hands. Now, I will say, though, he took some hits out there that I didn't like to see. On that one <laughs> touchdown to Herbert, I didn't like that hit that Justin took, man. He got sandwiched on that play. I'm like, okay, <laughs> stop getting our quarterback hit like that now. Now, I thought that was a penalty could have been called, man, from roughing the passer, Briz. I mean, both of them just sandwiched him, bro, like that, man. The ball was already gone, Briz. Yeah, they got a little freebie on them, but I'll tell you one thing. On that fucking play, Braxton Jones, man, he lit up fucking Jones on that play. My Again. God, Braxton Jones. <laughs> Boy, I was like, good Lord. And that's the thing, too. It's like you have these guys on this offensive line, a Braxton Jones, a Larry Borum, a Tevin Jenkins, right? These guys are young and hungry, and, man, those guys got a little bit of nasty in them, too, especially that damn Tevin Jenkins. My God, Tevin Jenkins, he is such a nasty guy. This is the guy that we saw on film in college when all of us Bears fans were falling in love with this kid. And we're yeah. starting to see this shit play out on the field right now. Let me give you one play, Perez. We talk about Tevin Jenkins. That really stood out that people may not even pay close attention to. 
on that tip pass by Judon, right, that caused the interception for Justin Fields. Okay. If you watch Jenkins, he was actually blocking somebody already, Perez, and he saw Judon giving Borum some problems. He left his map. He completely blocked them off to help Borum, and he knocked the shit out of Judon down. Even though Judon got the tip, he was a tad bit late getting back there, Perez, but it shows you right there with Jenkins that, you know what, he ain't going to play no games no matter what happened out there. He don't care how tough you are. He's coming for you. Any interior lineman worth their salt, that's what you're supposed to do. If if you basically have already taken care of your assignment, you're supposed yep. to look to the right and say, hey, who else can I fucking give a little bit of a lick to? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about right there, Perez. And that's some of that nastiness you be talking about as well. But that's what we need, man. That's what Everpool's been talking about for a while with getting our lines to help each other out like that. The thing is, we have not always seen it happen often, but we have not been talking about Jenkins because he's doing it, Perez. He's putting it out there. He's showing you even on film, bro. The only thing that I got to pick on, though, when it comes to this offensive line, well, we know in the run game, these guys are getting it done. Like I said, we, we talk oh. about it, man. Between Fields and Herbert and Montgomery, these guys are all over 60 yards for the, probably the third game in a row. But the pass protection they dub will continue to let our quarterback down. He got sacked four times, man. Four yeah. times. He did. And I thought one of the plays when you got sacked, I blamed him for it. I said, hey, man, you're holding the ball a little too long. He fixed it quickly, though. But the thing is, you're right. The line also got to help out with that as well. So Justin can't refer back to his old ways. He got to continue to make those progressions. But you know what? He learned quickly, though. But the thing is, the line definitely got to protect him still. Yeah, because even on the pick that you talked about, well, that was a great play by Judon. It was tipped. It was a pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just a great play by the defender, right? Yeah. But as you mentioned with Jenkins with that extra effort, there's other plays that once we get the film breakdown, we'll even, we'll even get to see even more examples of him making plays like that out there. But he's been doing that shit all season. Yep. Like I said, man, that was just a great job by this coaching staff, just basically probably by necessity putting this guy at right guard. But you know what? It saves our season. And I really think that we found something with this kid at that right guard position. He just might be the right guard for the future, Perez. And um, so far, I'm happy for what he's doing. And I just hope that he keeps at it. So we get we giving the offense a lot of love. We we, we got to segue over to the defense real quick, ain't up? Because again, <laughs> I thought that with that Commanders game, I thought our defense in that game probably played one of their best games of the season. And what did they do? They followed up against the Patriots with an even more impressive outing, ain't up? You know what I'm saying? Now we talked about it earlier. It wasn't perfect in the, to begin with, right? Those two big time plays that Bailey Zappi made. The New England they off the New England Patriots offense couldn't do anything against our defense. Like, anytime they went back to pass, nothing was open for them. Anytime they tried to run the football, nothing was open for them. And like I said, man, we continue to be a dominant second-half team. We do. This is crazy what we're seeing with this team in the second half of football games. And you talked a lot about this, Perez. You and I, about Allen Williams, his thought process, how he's been able to make those type of adjustments. But you hit on the head, man, how this defense came out and put that kind of pressure on Zappy. I mean, you saw the Smith sack, how he got him on that third down. You saw that, you know, how these guys were tipping the ball as well. I think Gibson got one of those tips, you know, that led to that interception. They have not given up a lot of touchdowns second half. What we talking about, too? That's all they're giving up, man. So this Bears defense, man, has been coming along strong in these second halves. And the takeaways, brother, we took the ball away from them four times. Four times, audience. Now, I talked earlier about Jaquan Brisker and the play that he made. He continued to be all over the football field. You know what I'm saying? Seven tackles in this ball game. 
But Kyler Gordon was like, hey, let me get in on that too. <laughs> had his first pick out there. Had some little Kyle Fuller vibes out there. I saw you out there, Kyler Gordon. You was looking good, man. Roquan Smith out there like, uh-uh. I know y'all was out here trying to slander my name. Don't forget about me, though. Dude, so much good that we saw in that defensive unit, man, in that game. I'm really fired up about this defense right now. Yeah, I got to give Robert Quinn a little love, too, Press. I ain't going to lie to you, man. He done very well against, um, uh, from, against Trent. And he made Trent, Trent Brown work. Trent Brown picking up penalties. I mean, he couldn't really contain Quinn. So I thought Quinn bounced back a little bit better, man. And I just like to see this kind of effort from him throughout the season. But you're right. This defense, man, together, collectively, man, they making some noise for us. And I think these guys are starting to figure out. They starting to gain more confidence. I'm quite sure this win here, Perez, should keep them going, keep the energy level up. I think this is something going into the right direction. And and I do have to agree with you on the Robert Quinn piece. He forced that fumble. He was constantly there putting pressure down on Zappy and with Jones. Because like yep. I said, on that one fumble, that, that motherfucker saw fucking uh, – that, that running back saw Robert Quinn coming. <laughs> He dropped that <laughs> shit right away. He was like, oh, I don't want to take this hit. <laughs> See, I won't. No smoke with that. You can see his eyes, bro. He's looking right at Robert Quinn. He's like, oh, yes, shit. Sir. He ain't looking at that ball, man. His eyes nowhere near that ball, man. He saw them footsteps, man. He dropped that. Hey, look, it is what it is. Listen, that running back made a business decision out there, A.W. He made a motherfucking <laughs> business decision. My man was like, no, no, no. I love my family and my kids. I'm just going to take my off this football real quick, and I'm excusing myself. Sorry, team. Sorry, team, I build on y'all. One play, my bad. <laughs> but also, too, man, Justin Jones, another guy that I thought continues to have a really solid season out there. Yeah. Two pass breakups, fumble recovery. And, you know, I know I and all this, I know I was getting after Justin Jones a little bit, right? Because I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I know that this guy has a big-time game. And I said he's having a solid season. But I think he's got the potential, man, to show us a little bit more than we've seen. So to be continued on Justin Jones, because we're starting to see this guy now starting to flash more, starting to make some more plays out there. And like I said, man, our Bears defense set the tone early in this ballgame. They stopped the run, A-Dub. They yes. stopped yes. the fucking run. <laughs> yes. Stevenson did not go off, friends. That was one of your keys, right, at stopping yes, the run, man. Finally did a good job with that because Stevens only got that touchdown. But other than that, man, that dude was in the shadow. Couldn't really see him. He was getting stuck. I'll tell you, the Bears did a great job at stopping the run. And Coach Williams had his unit ready to go. And that improvement again against the run, A-Dub, phenomenal coaching job. Phenomenal coaching job, brother. And again, special teams. It is just so refreshing that we have a kicker that whenever he just goes back there, I'll go get me a glass of water. Or if I'm at the game, I'm just like, all right, you know, we good. Let me look away from my look away real quick and, and get ready to, to record this make that he's about to have. Because it's like, it's automatic. It don't matter if it's from 55, it's from 32. You know what Kairos going to do. He's going to go up there, he's going to drill that bitch. And that's what he does. And it's such a luxury to have a guy that you could depend on, bro. I mean, he had half the damn points damn near. Yeah. And you to your point, man, it is a luxury to have him. I mean, he's been perfect this season. And I hope it continues. I don't want to jinx us. We wait for using that word perfect because you jinx people when you do that. But, man, this guy has been pretty good, man. Santos, I just want you to keep at it, man. I mean, four for four on field goals. I mean, dude, that's what we're talking about, man. I had no worries out there. Dante Pettis, he assumed the part return job from Bellas Jones. You guys <laughs> already know why. I don't need to retrace <laughs> that part. But, hey, Dante Pettis had that nice little 27-yard return. Was looking good out there. Trenton Gill 
our young rookie punter. Hey, continues to have a solid season. She he had a yep. light work, he had a lightweight night last night. Only two <laughs> right. points. <laughs> right. He was chilling, man. He was on the sideline. Just watched his offense just go, man. So good for him. We have talked about a lot, man. We gave a lot of credit to this coaching staff. We talked about where this team looked really impressive. I talked about Luke Getzi. I thought he had his best game as a play caller against the Patriots. You gotta, and, and I think this is the thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, A-Dub. This is his first time calling plays in the NFL. Sure. And so I even have to remind myself at times to give the guy a little patience. You know what I mean? But yeah. he hit the perfect game plan for this ball game. The play that I talked about earlier, the touchdown to Khalil Herbert, that was the perfect play call in that situation. It came at the best time. They were prepared. And, and like I said, this guy right here, you talk about earning your, your, your lunch. He earned his lunch in that ball game. Earned his fucking lunch. But the biggest thing, and what we continue, we, what we need to continue to see from this coaching staff, especially on offense, is playing to the strengths of your players. Not just Justin, but everybody on the team. But those design quarterback runs, they had at least eight of them, A-Dub. I counted. Right. That was when they took advantage of the Patriots' defense. The fact that Justin was able to use that athleticism in this ball game, bro, they had no answer for it. We got to continue to utilize this guy in ways that hurts the opposing team, Ado. We have to. Uh, when it comes down to Justin Fields and the team in general, on that, oh, I mean, you're right. With Justin Fields, the way he was running the football for his, I mean, picking up on those third downs, it's like, man, this is what you love to see, man, with Justin Fields, how he can be that lethal. And you, you make him a weapon, you in good shape. And I think that's what we had failed to do early on in the season, Perez, when you called out Luke Getze. But I think Luke, cool hand Luke, is starting to figure out how good this quarterback can be if you continue to put together these good game plans. So that's what you want to see. You want to see more of it. You've been talking about Luke Getze letting Justin Fields loose, having him on the move a lot. Keep doing that, man, because I'm telling you right now, the way this kid move and run the football, man, it's just hard to take down. It's hard to, you know, Go against the quarterback, like defend a quarterback like that. No, it's lethal, right? It's it's like it's surgical, and in the words yeah. of Denzel Washington, <laughs> training it. Yeah, that's, that's that's what we saw, man. They had no answers for Justin Fields. He was surgical with that bitch. You know what I mean? He was escaping pressure on big games that he was having. That's backbreaking. He converted numerous first downs on them design runs, bro. He's special, he man. His athleticism is special out there, and it was the difference in this game for us offensively, bro. And I think, you know, with this team going forward, man, that's got to be something that they put as the Bears, that they look at the film and watch the breakdown of how Justin Fields were getting those yards, saying, hey, we got to continue duplicating this kind of effort right there. Because that does open up some of the passing game a little bit too, Perez. And like I said, as long as you're milking that clock, we're doing that and moving the chain, man, you are wearing down some defenses. And this is how you're able to put up 33 points. And to that last point that you made, A-Dub, which I thought was a really good point, the sustained drives is also what comes from when you keep the chains moving. We won the time of possession battle in this game. This Bears football team is tough to beat when they're playing this way, when they're keeping the ball away from the opposing team, right? When they're milking that clock, when they're wearing down that opposing defense, which, which is what we saw happen against the Patriots defense. They didn't want no smoke. No, They had a combination to have enough deal with Justin, Khalil, and Montgomery. That shit was tough for them. And as I mentioned, we only punted two times, 
from third down, we converted 11 out of 18. You guys heard that correct. 11 out of 18 from third down. Wow. When you're converting like that on third down, you're not going to lose too many ball games. But some of the key factors with that, Perez, when you're converting on third down, the Bears find themselves a lot in third and short. And that's also a key as well. Like you find yourself, you want these third and longs plays often. So when you're able to get that, get those positive yards. So the thing is, this is how you continue to throw these defenses off by doing that. So I got to give the Bears a lot of credit, man, for being able to move the chain early on on first and second down. I also think, though, that was a key that, that I brought up on, the previ- on previous shows about more third and manageable situations. Now, what yep. I will say to that point, A-Dub, is with the way that Lou Getzey called this play, he set it up for more third and manageable plays, which yep. is why those drives were sustainable, right? Which is why you want to chip away at it on first and second down. So, again, I thought it was a well-coached game by him. He did everything that we've been asking for correctly in this ball game. Even Bill Belichick was caught off guard after the game when they were talking to him about it. He said it was a surprise the way that they came out and attacked us. He wasn't ready <laughs> for it. <laughs> and how do you hear something like that, Prince, where Belichick ain't ready? <laughs> That's very rare, man. So you hit to a point where you got to give Luke Getzey and Iberfus a lot of props, man. They caught this man's news, man, and they buried him. Yeah, they did. And he even admitted his team didn't do a great job <laughs> of defending those Justin Fields design runs. And Bill, you know what I'm saying? He tipped his cap off. And, and that's nothing but respect. You know what I mean? Number respect. We have to part of the show here. We're going to give out some game balls. Who's getting your offensive game ball, my guy? Offensive game ball? Got to go to Luke Getzey, man. Called a great game, Perez. I want to see more of it. I mean, he killed just the fields for the most part out of trouble. He kept him on the move like you and I talked about, Perez. And the thing is, the running game was working very well. Got some good things happening in the passing game, too. So I got to give Luke Getzey a lot of credit because it ain't hard to do checkmate on Bill Belichick, man. That is something very rarely that a lot of coaches have been able to do. So with him calling the game like that, Perez, first half and second half, got to give it to my man. Keep doing that. We booked a lot of clock. We written up the score. We did our thing and got a victory. You know what they do? I got a little something for you. A little early in the season, you was giving uh, Luke Getzey that little nickname that you gave him a second ago with Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't heat you on the, at the time, but I was kind of like, I don't know, man. It's too little premature to be giving this man nicknames. He keep calling games like he did on, on Monday night. I'm okay, I'm be okay with that cool hand, Luke. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, cool. But he got to continue to perform, though, Perez. He can't let us down, baby. If he wants that title, cool hand, Luke. He got to work, baby. Yeah, but see, that's why you can't annoy people, you know what I'm saying? Because, listen, I know fans, all this – Y'all was out here on, on, on Monday Night Football hitting up our DMs and, and, and hitting us on our mentions talking about some Money Moon, you know, when he had a couple of catches. <laughs> but I need to announce to the masses that the bank still remains closed. It still remains closed. You know what, Press? It is closed, man. You're right. You're right. But guess what? That bank about to be open soon, man. It's been closed long enough, baby. We got new customers coming in, Press. Got to get the bank open, baby. Shit, I hope so. You got all these people driving by. They're like, man, what's up with this bank? I got money that I want to drop off. <laughs> Likes it though, friends. <laughs> got to turn them back on now, man. Got to turn them back on, man. Let the customers know they can walk on in here, man, because this bank is about to be open, baby. Because I tell you, that bank been close to remodeling for too damn long, man. Too damn long. Yeah, like, man. We have been in remodeling stage, man. Got the new lights going on in here, man. <laughs> you man got new equipment. Got new assignments. Yeah, got everything except for money. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. 
right, man. I'm 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 hanging I'm hanging in there and I'm being patient with you. But I just gotta let the audience know it ain't open yet. It ain't open yet. But I, I feel like A Dub's his 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 um his enthusiasm is is brewing, right? He's starting to get a little excited again. I can hear it in his voice. I can hear it. So only a matter of time, A Dub. Only a matter of time. But to your point about Luke Getzi again, man, like as I mentioned, best game that we've seen call from him all all season. So I have no issues with that that game ball recipient. No issues with that game ball recipient at all. I mean, brother, he coached his ass off. I mean, there's nothing else to say about that. And my thing is, if we continue to see that, I think the sky's the limit for Justin Fields and his development, but not just Justin Fields, for this offense as a whole. So, honestly, Luke Getze, that game ball, well-deserved, brother. Well-deserved. Yes, sir. My game ball recipient, I got to give it to number one. I'm going with Justin Fields. Mr. Una. Again, best game of the season on a big primetime stage, A-Dub. I mean, bruh. Anytime you got Bill Belichick after the game talking about some, hey, you caught us off guard. <laughs> we weren't prepared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. We weren't ready. Well, who do you think that was a big byproduct of that? Justin Fields was the one that caused them problems. He did. You know what I mean? And like I said, man, this is just another game where I'm feeling that this kid has taken a step forward in his development, bro. Leading his team in Russia for three games straight, eight dub that's unheard of. That's some Lamar Jackson shit. Now, I know people are like, hey, friends, relax. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. can tell you is what I see. All I can tell you is what I see. Another step forward for our second-year quarterback, my game bar recipient for week seven, none other than Justin Fields, baby. Oh, yeah, man. Justin Fields, man, did a great job. The one play that you brought up, Perez, that I still got to go back to was that one when he made that pass to uh, uh, to Herbert. The reason why I'm bringing it up because that Patriots team had a lot of momentum, Perez, with Zappy. And you were thinking that, oh, man, here we go. We're about to great probably lose this game. And Justin Fields said, uh-uh, pump the brakes. To come back after that press and come down and score, it just shows me that, you know what, this kid is ready. He can put those mistakes behind him really quickly, press and move forward. And that's what you like about a quarterback like that. Anytime you make a mistake, he's just ready to move forward. And you've just seen his progress just really going, man. So smooth to Justin Fields. That's a good game ball. Yes, sir. All right, who's getting your game ball on defense, bro? Game ball on defense? I went with Justin Jones, man. Uh, sir. I thought Justin Jones came out there, Perez. Yeah, he lots of pressure out there. You know, he got a little tip out there as well. You know, pick up, you know, the fumble that you talked about. But the thing is, man, I just like what he's doing, man. The guy like that that's showing that he's a threat out there on the field, Perez. Making things happen. Still making things a little uncomfortable for Zappy out there. That's what you want, man. If he continue doing that, Justin Jones, you talked about earlier, that's good for the Bears. I want to see more of it. I need to see more. Yeah, I think that was a great game bar recipient because, like I said, I thought that game that he played against the Patriots, I thought he was impressive, man. Yeah. I mean, that, the whole defensive effort in that ball game was impressive to me. On defense, there's so many people that we can shout out. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> talked about Roquan already, right? Yep. I thought, you know what I'm saying? He could have been deserving. I thought a guy like Kyler Gordon, who a lot of fans were picking on early in the season, he's deserving, right? Yep. We're starting to see Kyler Gordon now starting to make plays and be that playmaker out there. But I just have to give my game ball to Jaquan Brisk. Like I said, he had our here comes the boom moment. When the game was tight, he was the one to make that play to sit Mac Jones' bitch ass to the bench. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did. But also... He was all over the fucking field. And he got the last laugh, Mac Jones, while you out here kicking people. Who kicks people anyway? What are we doing, Mac? You kicking folks <laughs> with your Bruce Lee or something? Come on, man. 
Man, he is martial arts, man. Chill out, man. This ain't the class here, man. It's football. You tie ho. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. But good job there with Brisker, man. I like what he did. Very good game. Tackled very well as well, friends, as he always do. I mean, ain't much I can really say, man. You already hit everything on this guy. We've been talking about Brisker pretty much all, all season up until now, man. It's just good to see him continue to rack up good games, man. And, he has, and it's not the first time he's been, you know, that you're giving the game ball to him. So it's just good to see him, you know, do his thing continuously. Yes, sir. All right. We got to we gotta nitpick a little bit. Who gets your underperformer? I know all these y'all are like, man, y'all still going to get on the underperformer? Yes. So you got A-Dub. My underperformer, man, I had to go with Bohr. I thought Bohr would struggle a little bit over there, man. With Judon, those guys were coming for him, man. Yeah, and it was tough. Struggled. It was tough, man. It ain't his fault, though. He went and get some goons. But at the end of the day, man, <laughs> you got to perform still, man. That is your job, bro. But he struggled out there. But I think he'll bounce back in the next game. I hope he does. He needs to. Yeah, I see for me, I can see where you're going with that. I kind of have to give mine to Lucas Patrick. And I know this might be a little bit of a reach because he exited the game early. Like, that's the reason <laughs> why I give mine to performer because, because of him. Leaving the game, we had to watch Sam Mustafer out there still doing Sam Mustafer things. Ooh. So that is why Lucas Patrick is my underperformer because him getting hurt brought Sam Mustafer off the bench. I just hope that it's not a setback because, like I said, he's already dealt with enough with that thumb. We finally yeah. got him back out there at the center position, and then another injury happened. So we'll see, like you said. I'm hoping that when we travel to Dallas that, that Lucas Patrick is the starting center. And Sam Mustafer is on the bench somewhere, and we don't even have to worry about it. I'm not even going to sit up here and waste the audience time. Speaking of this man, <laughs> you guys already know what it is. Yes, they know, friends. Dub know as well, man. Let's go, Lucas. All right. As I mentioned, though, we are on to the Cowboys. The Chicago Bears fans takeover is heading to Arlington, Texas. Your boy Prez will be in the building audience. I'm going to have some live content for you guys there from the stadium. I'm fired up and excited. We're going to take this stadium over like we did Vegas last season, audience. It's a short week, A-Dub. And I'm hoping that we can piggyback off of the momentum that we built on this Monday night game and take this against the Cowboys team that's playing pretty well themselves. It's a good time for the Bears to shock the world again. We'll see, man. We'll see. There's a lot of good that came out of Monday night. And now when I'm looking at this Cowboys matchup, Dak is back. You know what I'm saying? And, and we know that that offense from the Cowboys is, you know, they got some playmakers now. They got a good running game there with Pollard and Zeke. We're going to break all that down for you guys in our preview show. We're excited. I'm excited for this matchup against the Cowboys. I know the Bears Nation, we represent well. We travel well. I'm sure we're going to be bared down and all over that damn stadium. I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be exciting, Chris. Yes, sir. Audience. We appreciate your continued support of our platform. We're the Bears Centrals. Thanks for helping make us a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. We'll talk to y'all later. We're out.